Hey, this is Cindy Vargas, and here's my story I'm sharing on the TREP Live podcast. Let's stay connected. Follow me on Instagram at SidV. I hope my experiences inspire you. And remember, dreams over doubt, focus over frustration, and progress over perfection. As we all answer the essential question, who am I? Maybe this response will benefit your mindset. I am a leader. Are you? I'm a supporter of positive change in my generation, and I consistently provide value to myself and others. Stay updated by checking out new episodes of the most eclectic podcast in the world on Wednesdays and Sundays, streaming on all podcast platforms. Hey, this is Rudy Byron, and here's my story I'm sharing on the Trep Life podcast. This is my life as a Trep star. I'm born for this. Let's stay connected. Follow me on social media. My Instagram is RudyByron3. I hope my experiences inspire and remember dreams over doubt. Focus over frustration. Progress over perfection. Discipline over distraction. Stay updated by checking out new episodes of the most eclectic podcast in the world on Wednesdays and Sundays. It's that new trap life. <laughs> it's that new Rory Mom. <laughs> it's Park. It's Park. It's, it's Park. Well, you're now on the new episode of uh, Joe Budden. <laughs> we're, we're, we're caking right now. But, red alert, we do have a new episode. I have to say, this is probably one of my most anticipated episodes. A lot of preparation has gone into this episode. And we're about to give you a classic. It's time for magic. Without further ado, I will let my guest introduce himself. Thank you, Pete, for the intro. Uh, I'm really glad to be on the show and finally able to be part of Trap Life. Man, you've been a part of Trap Life from the beginning, bro. Facts. Facts. Uh, Before you start, let me read this quote that you sent over. We're going to start that. We're going to experiment with that for a little while. See if that fits into the format. As you all know, this is a freestyle podcast. We are freestyling this podcast. We will experiment. We will make changes. So let us know what you like and what you dislike, and we will take that under advice. But here's the quote. I would rather move forwards or backwards than be stagnant. Yeah, that's a really that's a really nice quote. So I feel like with that quote, it's talking about that you have to you have to be a mover and a shaker. You have to get things started. Whether when you take a risk, it doesn't work out or it does work out, um, you have to try and put effort into making something happen, moving towards success. So that's a big like first step in anything you do and especially in entrepreneurship as well. So absolutely. Indubitably. Well, I didn't mean to cut you off, but continue to tell us about yourself. Well, I'm a junior. I'm going to be a rising junior in the fall in high school. Um, I go to the Prairie School in Racine, Wisconsin. Uh, I've been an entrepreneur for about two years now, I'd say. And I'm a student athlete, so I play basketball and I'm also a cyclist. So, that yeah, that's a little intro about me. Okay, so can you explain cycling to me? I didn't have that sport in my high school, so I'm not even hip to it like that. 
Okay, so cycling, I don't actually do it for school. It's kind of like a side hobby, side sport that I do. Yeah, so it's separate. But um, yeah, so I've gotten back into training recently. I just got a new specialized bike. So shout out to my dad. Appreciate that. But I've been going on rides and I'm actually training for a 66 mile bike ride uh, in September. It's called the Roll Fast Grand Fondo in Indiana. So I've been training for that and just getting ready and getting my body right for the ride. So so what's expected for that? What type uh, of preparation goes into all of that? So building endurance is the biggest key. So you have to go on long distance bike rides and you have to uh, make sure you keep your speed and your pace up and go through like various um different terrain so like flat roads hills um downhills so you just get your body equipped and ready for the long bike ride and you got to stay hydrated keep your body healthy um stay loose um keep your muscles um loose so that's a big factor in preparing for something like that okay Mm -hmm. so how long have you been into cycling um wow i've been into cycling for a long, long time. So my dad, he's a big cyclist. Okay. Um, yeah, he actually has his own team called Byron Health and Healing Team. But uh, I, I started cycling in like a velodrome, which is like a big um, circular like course for cycling since I was about five, probably. And I did that until about like sixth grade. And then I took a little break. I took some time off. And this year, I've gotten back into the grind of cycling. So, okay, yeah. What made you take time off? Uh, well, I was just really focused on basketball, and I wasn't as interested and like passionate about it. Uh, and I had just recently quit racing for the team I was on, so I think just taking time off and focusing on basketball was helpful. But now I think that it would also help for cross training as well. So. It's a great asset to getting ready for basketball and having fun doing cycling. So so how long have you been playing basketball? I've been playing basketball since like organized basketball since kindergarten. So basketball is my main sport. Um, it's really like my joy and I have a, like a true love for the game. So I've been in the basketball grind since I was little and yeah, that's just my sport. That's what I love to do, and I'm really passionate about it. So, do you play AAU at all, or? Um, I used to play AAU, but I took a break from that this summer. I've been focusing a lot about on academics and uh, traveling as well. So I haven't really had time to go commit to all of the tournaments and practices and things like that. Right. So are you thinking that you'll play in college or what are you thinking? Uh, well, it all depends on where I go to college and um, what I decide to study. And I'll probably figure that out by uh, senior year. I'll probably decide whether I'm going to play or not in college. So we'll see. I'll see about that. What's your best skill set as a player? Um, I think like leading the team. Uh, I, I think I'm a great leader and I help like bring everyone together and I'm a floor general. So I see the floor. 
um, make the right passes. Uh, I think my mid range is nice. So I play the point and the two. So okay. Mm-hmm. Who would you say you you have a similar game to, like an NBA player? Um, probably, I would say either Chris Paul or Bradley Beal. Okay. Yeah, that's who I try and um, watch and study and try and form my game around. Okay, so taking it to basketball, staying in that lane. What are your thoughts on NBA free agency? Well, there were a huge um, amount of moves this summer. My favorite move was probably the Paul George and Kawhi trade to the Los Angeles Clippers. I think they're going to be a contender this year for sure. They have a nice bench. They have a big three with Kawhi, Paul George, and Pat Beverly. So I'm going to look out for them this year. And then... LeBron to Los Angeles with Anthony Davis. Um, him coming over from New Orleans. I think that's going to be a super team. They have a powerhouse and they're stacked. And then lastly, I like the trade of Kevin Durant and Kyrie over to Brooklyn. And I think they're going to be really nice this year as well. So I'm pretty excited for NBA this season. Definitely. I'm already looking forward to it. I know some people are like, you know, football season's coming up, but Yeah, for sure. I'm I'm ready for October though. Yeah. Uh that's when all the fun's gonna start. So Yeah, I'm I'm hyped. But you know, we were talking about your leadership as a point guard or floor general, just your leadership as a player, period. But um what who would you say are some of the best leaders in sports wow that's a good question um well i gotta go with probably uh kobe i think kobe he leads by example all the hard work and dedication that he put into the game um constantly practicing i i've heard um stories of him like working out so hard that he's passed out so he got, he put his all into the game and he really set the standard or set the bar on, um, how to be great on and off the court. So I think Kobe and he's also known globally. I think that he's a big influence and leader, uh, in sports. Man, kind of said better myself. <laughs> great player, Kobe. One of the goats goats for most definitely without a question and if anybody doesn't have kobe in your top five you don't know basketball yeah that's true that's the truth i'm not even gonna debate it with you Mm -hmm. so yeah also a question i did have for you is what type of music are you listening to right now okay so currently i've been on little baby i really like little baby He's one of my favorite artists. And then I've been listening to a lot of Meek Mill. Meek Mill's my guy. Um, I really liked his new album Championships that he dropped this year. Um, that was really nice. I like and that then, song, Dangerous. Yeah, Dangerous is really nice. Yeah. 
Um, who else? And going bad. That's a hard song. Yeah, going bad. He has a few cuts on that album. Yeah, he does twenty four seven. Yeah, I like twenty four seven. Yeah, yeah. I've been, and then a boogie. I've been on a boogie lately. Who else? Who just did a song with a boogie that I didn't think worked? He just came out with a song with him and somebody else. And I was like, oh, there's um, baguettes in the face. It was like. Nav and um, Playboy Cardi, something like that, and DJ Mustard. I don't think I've heard that one, but oh, you haven't? Nah, you have to send that one. Mm-hmm. What about you? Who have you who have you been listening to? Man, I've been listening to like all over right now. So I I've definitely been killing that uh that Drake combo pack that he dropped on us. After, oh yeah, after that was it. that was facts. And then uh, I've been listening to like old music. Like I'm listening to like 70s, 80s pop, even some taking it even further back. And then I was listening to whose album just came out that I've been really. Oh, Chris Brown's album. Yeah, that was a nice album. That was a I've really nice album. It. I remember when we met, we were talking about. Uh, his uh last album before that the one that's like three hours oh yeah there's like 50 songs yeah <laughs> yeah 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 mm-hmm. i remember that i remember us talking about that but uh yeah this one's a little shorter it, it still has a lot of songs on it but yeah I, I think the songs are pretty quality i thought it was a i you could pretty much listen to it all the way through yeah for sure for sure someone else just came out with an album that i was really I know um, Chance drops that album in like a week or a couple days. Oh. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. The album that I was listening to was Ed Sheeran's new album. And Chance is on there. Oh, really? He has a song called Cross Me on there and it's hard. All right, that's tough. That's tough. Yeah, they go in on that one. I'm going to have to check that out. But yeah, Chance coming out with some new stuff. Mm-hmm. Someone told me I should get him on the podcast. What do you think about that? That would be so dope, man. Getting Chance on the podcast. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, you should definitely do do that. That would be a dope collab. I'll see if I can make that happen for the people. Mm-hmm. For sure. But, yeah. So, yeah, I know you've been focusing on academics and travel this summer. Mm-hmm. Can you um you kind of alluded to that you went to an entrepreneurship program? Can you kind of tell us more about that? Okay, so this past week I went to Loyola and I was a part of the uh pre-scholar summer program. Uh so basically I took a class about business and entrepreneurship and we learned a lot about um like stepping out of the harbor essentially and making your first big step into the um into the ocean or the sea or which would be like the real world essentially and getting into entrepreneurship and business and then we talked about um perseverance and a lot of the risk that's involved but you should always um be aware of that but still work as hard as you can to um, find success and then being passionate about what you do is really important so whether 
you end up in the entrepreneurship field or not, you should always enjoy and be passionate about whatever you're doing. So that was key. And yeah, those were like points that I took away from it. And I also made a business pitch because what we did was we all created a product or an idea and we had to try and sell it to our audience. So we kind of put together a little project for the class and it was, it was really awesome. So I really enjoyed the experience. Okay. You said you put together a pitch. Yes. Like an elevator pitch. And I put together a personal pitch as well. Okay. Tell us what an elevator pitch is for people that may not know. Okay. So an elevator pitch is a pitch that you can quickly summarize a concept or a product and like explain it and why it's valuable in as short of a time as like an elevator ride. So like 15 to 20 seconds. And what was your personal pitch? Uh, you want me to like read it off or like explain? Yeah. Or, okay. Both of them. Yeah. Okay. So I have a business pitch and a personal pitch. So I'll do the personal pitch first and then work into the business pitch. Okay. We're ready for you. All right. So, hello, my name is Rudy. Ever since my first steps, I've had a basketball in my hand, making crossovers and dribbling all around the court. Other than hoops, you'll find major tailor paintings and bicycles all over my house. I'm a passionate cyclist and am training for a 66-mile bike ride in September. Life's too short not to enjoy it and live, live it to the fullest. Sports help define shape me into the person I am today. So that's my personal pitch. And then my business pitch. Let me pull that up. Okay. So this is like my little elevator pitch. So, oh, should I explain like what I did like for the product or should I just say the pitch? Whatever you want to do, Rudy. I'll actually, we'll start with the okay. pitch. We'll start the pitch. So is there ever a time when you experience joint and muscle pain? Well, I have a solution for you. Designed for active people and athletes alike, the secret sauce is a topical pain and muscle relieving cream that delivers a cool and soothing sensation to keep you running and at your best. So that's like my business pitch. So while I was at the entrepreneur program, uh, we had to design a, I designed a project and the project was called the secret sauce and it was a product that's like a pain relieving cream and um it's a topical cream that's like natural and has ingredients that are like healthy for your body and they're designed for people who have like inflammation in their joints and muscles and like want relief so it's a great way for <clears throat> you to like stay healthy and uh, help your body um be at its finest like in tune i like that thank you appreciate that is this a concept that you you may want to actually pursue as a entrepreneurial endeavor or yeah when i first thought about it i was a little skeptical but after like creating the entire project and really looking it over i feel like this is something that i would actually want to pursue and create a project like this in the future Okay. I'm with it. Mm -hmm. I'll invest. 
Appreciate that. No, we'll, we'll do no. some fundraising for you. For sure, get it off the, get ground. Off the ground. Get it started. Anyway. But did you want to get into the new format that we're going to debut today? Yeah, for sure, for sure. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. Okay. So, for those of you that don't know. Um, we are going to try out something new today. It's a question that I haven't, that I've always wanted to ask a guest, that I've never actually asked a guest until now. Rudy has, um, and I were talking, and we decided that we would do this together. We would uh, do a dual SWOT analysis. Okay. Mm-hmm. So... What this will entail, and for those of you that don't know what a SWOT analysis is, it's strength. It's an acronym for strengths, weakness, opportunities, and threats. And it's based on internal and external opportunities as well as factors. Yeah, factors. That's the best way to say it. Thank you, Rudy. Factors. Yep. Okay. So, um, we will just get into it. We're going to try it out, see how you like it, see how easy this is, um, or see how challenging it is, or what the best the best way to say it is the value that it provides. So without further ado, I will kick us off and then Rudy will close us off. Sounds like a gotta, plan. Got to show people the way. So, okay. So, I'm going to do, I'll start off with strengths, of course, um, just because it's the first letter. So, strengths right now, and we're, we're actually doing these for our lives. So, the strengths right now that I have in my life is that I am healthy. Right now, I'm healthier than I have been in years. Praises to God for that. For sure, absolutely. Uh, I'm very grateful that these blessings are flowing, health-wise especially. But uh, strengths, and I feel a sense of rejuvenation because of my health kind of peaking. The other strength I would say is I feel like I've reached the point in my life where I'm experienced to a certain degree or I, I should say I have experiences where I no longer feel like I you always want to have a student mentality but you also want to be able to share information with people share reliable valuable information right yeah absolutely that's true so i feel like with this platform with the podcast i am able to do that um also with the book i hope to do that as well and then i feel a sense of i feel a sense of focus like i have i know what i'm doing um i know the steps that i need to take and so it's just about going going with the grind and day in day out preparation and hitting your goals at this point Mm -hmm. 
So I would say more or less those are what I feel like. Um, oh, I also I also throw this one out there. I I kind of feel like you know I am my uh, creative person, so I feel like yeah, for sure. I feel like my creativity helps helps me out a lot. So weaknesses right now. There's like one is a classic, um, I would say, weakness of an entrepreneur, and that's a certain sense of uncertainty. So just like week in, week out, not knowing how the podcast will turn out, not knowing how, you know, making sure that my information is credible, what you know, that what I'm sharing is good, it's viable. So yeah, that's just weak. Other weaknesses are, I would say, obscurity. Yeah. I haven't developed like I'm not a household name or anything like that. Um, I don't have like I wouldn't call myself an influencer as far as like social media or anything like that. I would say those are just like some some weaknesses right now, like. Then also just barriers of entry. I've I've been moving a lot lately, so I moved from Chicago to DC um, to focus on my health. So, um, kind of like that sense of starting over again and trying to make new connections. So, mm-hmm. or just like rebuild and figure out a new environment, which I guess could be an opportunity, which takes us to opportunities yeah that can be an opportunity when you look yeah. at it so opportunities i feel like are i can turn um i can turn weaknesses into strengths i can t- i can turn negatives into positives like such as like what we just discussed as far as like being in a new environment okay like there are a lot of benefits to being in a new environment so I don't have to do, I don't have as many distractions as when you're around, when you're in your comfort zone. I'm forced to step out of my comfort zone and rise to the occasion. Opportunities, uh, like particularly with this podcast, I have an opportunity to connect with people that I may not otherwise connect to. Or I want to be able to like relate to them. Um, so this gives me a platform to have conversations with people and form relationships also as an opportunity i would say right now i'm not tied to anything so it's kind of like i can go out and just create something from scratch again um so that's that's a really good feeling just to be able to have that freedom and that sense of autonomy and then yeah that's really oh what were you um, saying uh just threats so threats, I would say, are just, um, again, traditional entrepreneur stuff. But I think for me, it's like almost on a heightened level. Like I really struggle with uh, negative self-talk and like, you know, where you're just like, oh, am I good enough? And can I do this? Oh, will anyone buy this? Will anyone listen to the podcast? And so those become like barriers from you actually putting out producing your work and hitting your goals um threats 
also additional threats could be the market that i'm in right now like for business books leadership books books on entrepreneurship it's a really i would even say an oversaturated market right now so and i think this goes back to opportunities so in this market how do you stand out and you have to find your niche and then another threat um could be like i'm competing with people who have more research resources than i do i have to use the creativity to overcome that particular threat and I'm trying to think of another threat we could go with um how about okay yeah i have one the threat of just someone kind of the threat of just general competition maybe i i had another one and i forgot it i'm going to be honest <laughs> <laughs> it's all good yeah that's kind of my swot analysis right now for my life so would you be so kind to close us out all right so that was a great analysis by the way i really liked it you really broke it down into detail so that was nice appreciate you so for my swot analysis to start out with the strengths i have to say my number one strength would be like my family support so i'm blessed to have like both my parents in my home and i have my sister and my aunts and uncles and my grandparents so they really like push me and motivate me to um like succeed and be like the best version of myself so i think that's really important um and they they're always there for me so that's key and another strength that i have is probably like you said earlier like being focused and like set on my goals so i have like a lot of goals and intentions that i want to accomplish and i have to have like a tunnel vision with that almost where i have to just block out all my distractions and um get to business so i can really uh, accomplish what i'm trying to do and then um probably being persistent and like continuing to grind is another strength that i have like i don't easily give up i'm a really hard worker so i think that um that's key into becoming su- successful absolutely so, you can't cheat mm-hmm. the hard work exactly exactly as far as weaknesses um i'd have to go with just being like in tune with myself um i feel like i have a lot of goals set that i'm uh aspire to reach but um kind of just like finding my niche and kind of not necessarily realizing like my full potential but just like finding myself in all of this um and then focusing on like school and like every being every day at like the house and just trying to like find my niche and everything i feel like i could sometimes um re- hit barriers with that um so i think that's a something that i can work on and improve and then as far as opportunities i think that i have a lot of opportunities to like grow and better myself as far as like school um being able to get good grades and 
not only that, but getting into the college process and trying to find as many opportunities as possible to um, reach out to different schools and um, study for ACT and SAT, trying to be as well-rounded as I can be in all aspects of my life. So I think those are some of the opportunities that I may have. And then threats would probably like be distractions, like um, people that kind of tear me to the wrong way or maybe like jealous and not want me to uh, reach my full potential and kind of me trying to cut out all the negativity and people or problems that can cause me to go astray. So that's my little SWAT. That was excellent. Um, thank you. Appreciate it. Definitely. I have a question for you, and feel free to say that you don't feel like answering it. But mm -hmm. um, I know we spoke about like um, you had an incident with one of your friends who kind of went the wrong way uh, this year. How did you? deal with that situation oh so um should i like explain it in detail like what happened i don't know if i want to do that because right it's kind of like it's really it's kind of like it's it, it's yeah, raw yeah it's deep it's deep yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's a fresh situation so and i don't know what the his legal situation may or may not be so uh definitely don't give any names mm -hmm. or uh anything like that but just if, if you want to just do a very general general brief synopsis of what happened then you can share that but you don't have to go in depth yeah um so basically like one of my friends um there's a big incident where um he did something against the law and it was really bad and he's he's probably going to go to jail for a long time. But, um, yeah, a lot of my friends, they, we took it like really hard and we felt really bad for him just because, um, his upbringing has been like really rough and, um, he hasn't fully been there like mentally. Um, and he's gotten a lot of, um, hate for it. And the actions that he did were like very wrong. I don't like believe in anything that, um, all negative that occurred, but, um, I feel like even like a lot of like black men in our community, like we're not always able to like reach out or like people don't reach out to us to like, um, help people who may not be in like a good position. Like they may mentally not be there or like they don't have both parents in the house and they're just like struggling in general. So I feel like the black community is looked down upon when occurrences like that happen. It's like bigger than that. And the media doesn't always cover it. So I think that's really important. Definitely, man. And I kind of know the mm -hmm. mix of emotions that you feel about things. Like I just lost, uh, especially on the mental health side of things. I just lost like one of my oldest friends to suicide. And... Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, I, I, if you want, I'll tell you that story a little bit more in depth off, 
off camera, offline, off the pod. But um, mm-hmm. and then you know I have one of my one of my closest friends. Um, you know I've been struggling with mental health issues as well. So it, it it's rough out here, man. Yeah, that's that's very true. I know a couple of people who have been dealing with the same thing as well. And it's really serious. And I think that um, now it's being advocated more. But um, a lot of people, they're like too afraid to like really share their feelings about it. Or if they're struggling, they don't want to like openly come out about something like that. So, yeah, I think I think it's good that um, there's a lot of um, like people are advocating for it. So that's very important. And um, people are trying to um, help others who may mentally not be in a good place. They're kind of give, trying to make them comfortable and um, let them know that they're there to support them if help if they need help. Yeah, I think um, the destigmatization of it all and the sense of people getting or feeling like they have a support system of some sort. Mm-hmm, definitely. So, yeah, I appreciate you for answering that, though. Yeah, you're welcome. Definitely. All right, so, so I actually have a couple questions for you. Is that of is that course? Cool? Go on my way. Okay, so one of them is who is who has been your mentor like through your journey, like as far as like life or like entrepreneurship or both. I have to say, I feel like. I feel like I don't have like mentors as much as I maybe have like influences. Mm -hmm. Um, so like my, I have to say like my maternal grandfather was a huge influence on me. He always kind of had a pretty, um, close knit relationship. So he would just say like, um, he would give me the Perkins F's. So focus, follow up finish I like you know, that what is it follow through whatever but so those are like you know some of his pillars of lives and um, he's someone who's dedicated himself to um, the church that he belongs to um, mm-hmm. and working with people and I recently went to church with him like last week and people would just come up to me and would just be like your grandfather was my mentor. He was someone I looked up to and he's a role model for me. And, you know, every time I go there, it's different people saying this kind of thing to me. And so I just, I feel like blessed to be able to, you know, have someone like that, that's made an impact in the lives of many, probably more people than he even realizes, um, to have that person like take an interest in me and, you know, be his grandson. And then um, also, like with my grandfather, he has multiple sclerosis, and so I don't, I don't. I've always remembered him walking with a cane, and then as the years have gone by, it's been like a walker, then it's been a wheelchair, you know. So it's just, but yeah. you know, multiple sclerosis, it's debilitating, but it's also a very painful illness. Like growing up, I had sickle cell disease. And so sickle cell is very painful. And, you know, from his example, I was able to learn 
how to deal with pain, but also go through life, you know, and still mm-hmm. reach goals and push myself and, you know, just kind of how you just kind of have to go through it and, and deal with it and just overcome it all. Definitely. Yeah. That's a really, that's really um powerful. Yeah. So I, again, appreciate him for doing that. Shout out to him. But, and then my, I would probably say my biggest influence or mentor is definitely my mother, um, without a doubt. Like, she's someone who just always, I think for like a lot of my life, she was the only um, consistent source of support that I ever had. It was good to see her like believe in me when other people didn't. And, um, you know, the value system that she laid out, just being ethical, being having an extremely high work ethic. So like um, Kobe Bryant is one of my biggest influences as far as like, mm-hmm. you know, people I've never met, like just external um, influences. Yeah. So but it was like, you know, what I like about Kobe is his work ethic. And it's like, I also see that in my mom. So the challenge that I present to myself is, would your mom say you're working hard? Would Kobe say you're working hard? And if so, you need to get to the point where they could say that you're working harder than them. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, I want to outwork them. Push myself to that limit. Um, And my mom also has a really... um, great skill set she's creative in her own way and but she's also really accurate she's great at predicting things before they happen or um reading situations and then you know she'll tell you what will happen like if you bring a friend home she'll say something like like i was listening to an interview of bent staples where he was talking about his mom has similar abilities where he brought a friend home and his mom was like don't bring him here anymore. That kid's a snitch. <laughs> like, straight up. <laughs> and he was like, and Vince was like, Mom, what is she talking about? <laughs> I was like, I'm serious. Don't do that. Don't bring him up in this house. And so he, he was like, and he was like, yeah, in high school, this dude was snitched on us. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, man, it was crazy. And she did that a couple other times. <laughs> And my mom was the same way, like, you know, even like girls that I would bring home in high school or just any number of situations, she would just be like, she she would always, she would like say things before they would happen. She'd know things about people before they even told me, like, oh, I think this happened to this person. (laughs) So, mom, what are you talking about? A couple months later, oh, yeah, this happened to me. Oh man! Now I gotta go admit to mom that she was right again, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah. that was that was a current, and so that was something that I wanted to also challenge myself with. Like, okay, your mom can see around corners, so you need to figure out how to surpass her in the skill set because that's a great skill set for an entrepreneur to have. Yeah, absolutely. That's you know, true. That's the truth right there. Um, so I kind of use that for accuracy, but I also use it for, um, seeing waves 
before they come, I always want to know what's next. You know, and that that's how I assess opportunities, do my opportunity evaluations. And and I have to say like all of, all of my grandparents have influenced me in some way. You know, I try to take things from everyone and then kind of like make them my yeah. own like if they have a skill set that I like or an attribute that I like, you know, I try to take that in. Absolutely. And um kind of just make it unique to me. Um but the rest of it is I don't have any like mentors when it comes to entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. I think that's why like I focused on becoming a leader. Or that that's a that's another skill set my mom has um that um she showed me like she always had books on leadership in the house that I would read you know all the time. Really it was like without my mom this podcast probably wouldn't exist because she kind of set the foundation for I don't think she realized she was doing it but for like my love of history my love of leadership you know kind of giving me the skill sets that I translated into entrepreneurship so yeah shout out to mom shout out to the moms out there we appreciate you definitely she, and she I almost did an episode of the podcast with her but then I got nervous and couldn't do it but she'll definitely um, make an appearance on the podcast one day I think that'd be pretty yeah, cool yeah so hopefully mm-hmm. she'll make an appearance before either before the book comes out or right after the book comes out cause she's definitely in the book pretty significantly I already told her about it but okay so I haven't had like outside of that I really want to say I've had mentors it's kind of been I've just had different experiences I try to take what other people have different experiences like I have a friend named Nick and he has one of the best emotional intelligence I've ever seen I have another friend who I th- we'll probably do an episode with him on the podcast with uh, another friend from high school. Um, and he has a very high emotional intelligence. And I've seen how they've been able to use their gifts in terms of their leadership. So they're able to, you know, just work with people, relate to people in really um, meaningful ways. That, that's key that's, that's key. key being relatable being relatable so i emotional intelligence is something that i feel like i'm almost a i'm like very polar with it like i feel like there's moments where it's very high for me and there's moments where it's very low and then some moments where i guess i'm just average you know so yeah. um you know it's something that i've tried to focus on and really hone in on to make to make those adjustments improve on it um but yeah so i though it's kind of like peer mentorship and like um just channeling all of my influences is really more how i've um kind of mentored myself if you will to a certain extent and then that's why i think i'm big on um trying to be a mentor or 
I'm open to being a mentor, I should say, just sharing information and, you know, just being someone that if you have questions and I have the answers that we can have a conversation about it. Yeah, I think that's really true because I think some of the traits that you have is like you're relatable and you're like willing to share information with others, which is really key. And then um, I think also like being self-motivated as far as from your perspective, um, like creating the podcast, getting this book written and like the whole trap life in and of itself. I think has to do a lot with like your self-motivation and wanting to um, like reach success with all this. And I really like how it's coming all together too. So I think that's really important. Man, I've said it once. I'll say it again. This podcast does not happen without you. You know, you are like definitely the target demographic for this. I hope other people outside of your demographic enjoy this. But this podcast is made for entrepreneurs like yourself. Youngins coming up in the game, that next generation, that next wave. This is for you. For sure. That's a fact. So you heard it from me. It's not you saying it. I'm saying it. <laughs> um, so do you have any other questions for me? Or do you want me to ask you a question? Do you want to flip it and then I'll come back with a question for okay. you? We can do that. Define potential. Uh, Potential. So... I think potential is um, being able to like reach like the best version of yourself. And if someone has good or high potential, um, I feel like they that means they have room for growth and a lot of development. And um, that comes with dedication and like working hard. But if you're able to do that, you can reach your full potential and you'll be able to like succeed and achieve like your desired goals that you may have. I love that. That's Mm -hmm. spot on. Okay. Your turn. Hit me with me. All right. So, um, question I have is how do you feel about the use of social media? So I was just having a conversation with someone else about social media today there mm-hmm. might be a podcast being released with her in it maybe tomorrow maybe maybe the day after maybe sometime this week i don't know i don't know <laughs> rumor i heard I, I i don't make those decisions i have to go talk to somebody else that's what i heard you know? mm-hmm. just kidding i absolutely make those decisions what are you talking about but <laughs> we'll figure it out. But so to answer your question, um, I think social media is it can be a tool or it can be a weapon. And you need to figure out when it's being used as a weapon, when it's being weaponized against you and when it's serving its purpose and being a resource for you. Um, Not to give spoilers from the conversation that we had before, but um, the term that was used was social therapy. And a lot of times people go on the social media and they vent rather than communicating a thought or conveying a concept. Um, 
and it's very disorganized the way a lot of people use social media it's like they're not social media could be an awesome opportunity for branding a, a lot of times i see people use it as just a way to to vent to share their frustrations to complain and i don't think that's a very safe place for that to happen no not at all so i think um if you're solution oriented or if you're goal oriented um like i've i've i can honestly say i can attribute a fair amount of my networking experience to facebook i i'm not against social media in any way shape or form now there are times where when i'm like yeah you know what i need a break i can go on you know a sabbatical hiatus for um self-imposed exile from social media for a while and just to refresh re-energize uh because it can become hectic but i think when you have a brand around you that you're developing um and showing consistency and i think it's really important that you develop your identity outside of social media so that you're not linked if if, if your post does not get a like you're not like i'm a loser my life is over no one likes me or anything like that so i i just don't want the negative effects of social media to start any negative any negativity whatsoever for an individual but also you can utilize it to become a influencer and create an income for yourself and if you can do that absolutely pursue that i like that that's a great thoughts on that too because like there's a lot of different ways people use social media i think you covered a lot of them i think that the way in which you use it can either like better yourself or like hurt yourself right so definitely there the other way people use it is just like as a joke yeah you know i feel like that's almost like a waste of time almost like sometimes sometimes it's funny but other times it's just like why like why it's not necessary like you know it's a little excessive if you know you just spend all day just throwing up like funny memes and stuff like that but you know it's good it's good to laugh though too so i guess different strokes for different folks but when it's time to conduct business will people take you seriously is the question and and i would hope so i would hope that people are able to distinguish between you know someone just being funny and them actually trying to conduct business but people you know sometimes just get so boxed into their line of thinking that they're not able to see um everyone clearly that's true so, so don't put people in boxes let let people see the whole picture of people don't let social media get in the way of that help let it help you see people more clearly if anything my turn to ask you a question i think so okay well give us three essential podcasts that you listen to and the value that they bring for your life okay so personally all right so i'll start out you know we'll start out with trap life because i listen to this podcast and i really enjoy it 
and I think that you have like a wide range of topics on here and um, you talk to a lot of different people that are very unique and it kind of helps like broaden like your ideas and being able to like see different people for who they are and then you also incorporate like the culture the present culture and then um like entrepreneurship it's all incorporated into the podcast so i think that's really cool so and then my second podcast gotta go with the joe button podcast i really rock with joe button and his podcast with rory Mylan parks um, and Stefan, you can't forget Stefan. Oh yeah, Stefan. I can't, I can't forget. I can't forget my guy Stefan. And so they're all just like hilarious people, hilarious guys, and they're really into like the music industry, and they really break down in depth like different artists and the culture and the way they they personally relate to um, those artists. And then Joe Budden being like a former. Um, artist himself he put, gives his input which is like really valuable definitely yeah so i think their podcast is like great for the culture yeah so i really like that and then the other podcast that i listen to is let me think my next favorite podcast i gotta go with Jalen and jacoby to be honest okay yeah have you listened to that at all i've seen the show is it different than the podcast um it's, it's maybe a little bit, but um, I like the podcast because they're both like really funny characters. Jalen Rose, that man, he's hilarious. And he really gives his in-depth opinion about um, different things that happen in sports. And like him being an NBA player himself and an athlete, he gives his perspective, which is really cool. And then Jacoby, he's really funny he's really laid back and um really hit but yeah he has an outgoing personality as well so i think they both mesh really well together so that podcast is really interesting so i like those three i think they incorporate your personality pretty well you know and i'm happy that that uh trep life is your go-to uh podcast for entrepreneurship business and leadership of course and then you know we also we're gonna start doing a little bit more hip-hop so you know we can be a secondary to joe budden in that regard because <laughs> i'm definitely still gonna listen to joe budden podcast for sure and then okay so it's guess you have one a question for me yeah i do so other than like entrepreneurship uh, and such, what other hobbies do you have? I would say basketball, but I seem just to be getting banged up too much. Yeah. You know? um, so your uh, secret sauce project, <laughs> you know, I could definitely use it. Currently, I'm just using BioFreeze, but I know when you get your secret sauce together, it'll blow BioFreeze out of the water. Mm. Um, so. Looking forward to that in its debut in 2024, you know? Yep, you know, you know. Yeah, so we're calling it out early. But um, so, but I really do have a passion for um, basketball. But I would say my three passions in life 
let, let's say four are my my first love was basketball I've always loved basketball I can never remember a time not loving it and one of my biggest regrets in life is actually that I stopped playing basketball too soon you know I'm I'm not that tall like I'm six feet or something like that maybe a little less but um I I think and I'm not that good of an athlete or anything but I've always been able to shoot I've been able to rebound I'm a good defender I have a I would say a pretty high basketball IQ like I see the game you know I just kind of felt like I kind of cheated myself out of an experience so um but then my my second passion would definitely be movies um since the I like it, it was pr- it probably meant basketball and then like movies and TV like right after like I just loved mm-hmm. it like I remember just watching just becoming obsessed over things when I was a kid and t- to the, a certain extent I'm still kind of like obsessive over things like when I like something like I pursue it like hardcore like yeah. I'm all in on it so like even as a kid I watched like the movie Mrs. Doubtfire I kid you not I probably set like the Guinness Book of World Records for how many times I've seen that movie. <laughs> it, it's it's definitely more than three. It's definitely more than a hundred. I would say it's like three hundred, probably more. Was, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, like I used to watch it like three times a day when I was a kid. <laughs> you know, or like Free Willy. Um, what else was I into? The Mighty Ducks, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Um, so I've always just had um, a love for film, and that's something that um, I think my grandfather contributed to, but um, really my dad. Um, you know, that's something that we have in common. I would actually say basketball and film are two passions for for both of us. Um, so. That was kind of how we can connect. Shout out to our dads because we want to know each other without our dad. So, yeah, shout out to them. Big shout out. Shout out to my godfather, Uncle Chip, and the yeah, whole Uncle Chip. family. Yes, sir. Aunt Nikki and the your Aunt Nikki, Aunt Nikki, Jean and Ro. Of course, you know, God siblings. So, shout out to mm-hmm. the whole clan. And then for me. And then, then I think it was business. I always just had a head for business. I always had an interest in it. I would say I had an interest in it or a curiosity about it before I had a head for it necessarily or before I realized that maybe I had a head for it. But I was into sales, like doing lemonade stands, going to um, selling my stuff all the time like stuff that I saw around the house that we weren't using. I was like, okay, let me sell this. Yeah. You know, um, always interested in different business opportunities, doing opportunity assessments. Um, and before I even knew what they were. So, uh, and then I remember being like, I always liked music, but I remember being like, 
12 in middle school and I remembering like like I was going through a really hard time like middle school was not my jam at all that was not my forte I would never go back to middle school you know so I was dealing with like bullying and everything and then like literally music saved my life like hip-hop and so I got really into Tupac I was yeah um before that I mean I've always liked music like I used to be really into like uh boy bands and pop you know Christina Aguilera and sync Backstreet Boys that's when I started like kind of pursuing music so just writing my own songs um working on myself as a lyricist and that carried I mean like I wrote a song I wrote two songs last week and then oh really yeah like i still write songs i can write songs all the time i could probably write a song a day if i really push myself to do it but like i have notebooks of songs i have like on snapchat i have like 40 or 50 songs right now wow just ready to go but um as i kind of shared earlier like my um my when my boy died and um he used to be someone that i we would share music with each other because he was a music producer and an artist as well you know back in the day during middle school we used to really um like you know challenge each other as artists like okay like you can make this line better oh it'd be cool just so we always used to discuss music t- with each other and it wasn't just hip-hop because he was into different types of music as well even then um and you can kind of hear those influences in his music. So anyone listening to this, definitely go look up Sabo Talon and look up Black Hour. You know, give it all the spins that you can get. He can't smell the roses anymore. He's not here, but I'm going to make sure that his legacy lives on. And I know other people will do the same as well. So, but it was, it was just kind of weird writing a song. And then I went to like actually send it to him, and then I'm like, "Dang, yeah." Because we, you know, but uh, he sent me a, a beat. He actually sent me a couple of beats, and one of the beats that he sent me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill that song. So um, appreciate you, bro. But uh, yeah, so th- those are kind of like my passions. And, and I also write music outside of just hip hop songs. Like I've really, for like probably the past year or two, I've been more on like a pop wave. I can write like That's pop cool. and like R and B songs too. So yeah, R and B. I like R and B a lot. Yeah, when I get as my forte. When I get uh, I'm gonna get a Duality Music Group back up and running, and I have some cool projects that I want to release through there. So. No, I heard a rumor that there might be an album dropping with a group that someone I may or may not know has some involvement in. So we'll we'll see what happens with that. But I don't know. Just rumors though. <laughs> but we're not gossips. Mm-hmm. You know, we just we're just throwing things out there. I that's all <laughs> mm-hmm. no comment. Those are kind of my passions, and then I like that. I see. I didn't even know some of this stuff, so I think it's really cool. Yeah, 
it's like with me i'm kind of low-key but if people ask me things then i'll give you more answers but my thing is you have to ask the right questions so and you're doing a great job with that so we're able to have a free-flowing conversation thanks yeah i like it i like it okay so i guess it's my time distinct give us a that your difference make a distinction between power and influence okay so influence i'll start out with influence i think that's more of um like the way someone's energy kind of resides in you and how they impact like your actions and your thoughts and like your way of living and the and so you can either have like positive influence influences or negative influences and those can be someone who if you have a positive someone who has a positive influence on you um they kind of i feel like it's almost unconscious like the way you make decisions is partially um impacted by like the experiences you've had with those people or things that you've seen them do and then negatively if you have a negative influence it'd be something that kind of puts you down or um isn't steering you in like the right direction uh, for you to like reach your full potential full potential so that's kind of my idea of influence and then power i'll probably usually people see it as um an authoritative like figure or uh like idea but i see power more of like um kind of tied into influence and um the way people may like bow down to power or they may like revolt or disagree with it i think it has a big influence on people um as far as like how they act or react to situations i really like those distinctions you made i think that's very yes. accurate yeah that's what i have to say about power and influence great takeaway You have another question? Yeah, so are there any things in specific that you're looking forward to? Um, definitely. I'm looking to we were talking about it earlier off off camera, offline, off pod, but uh vision boards. So, I have my vision board and I'm just ready to like kind of check off the projects that I have listed on my vision board. So, I actually probably do an episode where I cover my vision board, but there's a lot of different things in there. There's um the screenplays that I plan to write, there's some fitness goals on there. Um as well as just uh motivational quotes. Um there's trap life on here. Um it's mostly the book. So, I definitely want to get that written um before before Q4 this year. That's coming up. I actually think I actually think the book will be done by October. That's what I'm hoping right now. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, and then I'm also hoping to like ramp up production on this podcast and um I want to hit 50 50 episodes sooner than one might think. So 
that's nice yeah we were talking about that earlier hitting those 50 episodes yep yeah that's kind of my goals so my yeah that's more or less what's what's next for me um and then maybe after that taking a the next step in my leadership journey so getting back to right now i don't really feel like um that i'm like a ceo um because it's really just like me doing a lot of these projects i work with different people though it's a different atmosphere than managing teams or leading teams that i've done in the past um so it feels different so you know i'm kind of looking forward to taking duality to the next level as far as a brand that's really nice yeah that would be really cool and then you could collaborate with trap life and the book and all yeah mesh it all together so i see that happening okay i'm really kind of stoked about this question send it out yes okay so tell us about your experience with personality assessments okay so i think the personality assessments they're really interesting and um i think that's a trend a rising trend that's um popping up now um i think what's really unique about the personality assessments is like they really make you like reflect like deeply about um how you live your life and maybe like the small details that you don't always think about like you really have to like reflect and think about that when you take the personality assessments and sometimes it's little things like one of the questions that stood out to me was um are you are you usually like do you feel validated um by other do you need to feel um validated by others to feel good about yourself or do you are you just more of like a self-motivated person and i think not a lot of people like think about questions like that like they kind of just go with the flow with life and i think the personality assessments are very helpful because they help you reflect on um topics such as that one i think you can actually like once you think about things like that you can really apply it to your life and you can like improve and better yourself answer those type of questions and that's also great for what you were talking about with the vision boards you can add those questions to like your vision board which is probably what i'm going to do it helps you like reflect and um improve yourself as a person so for that question i would probably i feel like i'm a very like self-motivated person and like i almost like self-validated in a sense where like i don't need anyone's validation to feel um like i belong or i have like i feel like i fit in like in the world in general and i i think like questions like that like people don't always think about things like that and it's very important to uh look at all the small minor details in your life because they have a big greater impact that you may not notice if you um don't look back at it definitely so what were your results okay so for the results i think it's i got like an enj and basically it talked about me being um like a very self-motivated person um you feel like you should have a lot of autonomy as well as um 
you're very like authoritative, which I, I don't completely agree with. I feel like that does fit me in a way. And it also talked about um, like how you react to other people is more, you're more of like introverted. You tend to speak up a lot and voice your opinion. And then you tend to, you tend to be goal oriented, focus on what you need to accomplish. And I think that all does fit me as a person. So I think those were the key takeaways from the personal assessment, as as well as the other questions that were asked during the assessment too. So, did you take another one as well? Uh, yeah, I also did take another assessment. So the questions they were a little similar, but this one was more like in depth and in detail. And I feel like the in detail assessments are more helpful because you really like engage in what you're doing. And it also had a lot more questions than the previous assessment I had taken. So the first um, one you took was the Myers Briggs one. Yes. And the second and one then, you took was what? Uh, the how do you pronounce the Enneagram? E, yeah, Enneagram, Enneagram. So the by Eclectic Energies, that's what it was. Yeah. So that's that my one. Website. Shout out to that website. Yeah. So there, I think their assessments are great. So basically, it talked about um, me personally that I'm more of an introvert, but I'm also I have um, traits of being an uh, extrovert. So you're an that, introvert. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. So basically, I have traits where I can be a more um, outgoing person, and then there's times where I'm very laid back. And I kind of lead by letting others lead. That's I, that's something that I've also like began to notice about myself. Um, so that was one of like the key takeaways from that assessment. And also questions like, do you feel self um, motivated? And do you like aspire to be something when you grow up, or do you do you just like go with the flow with things and you don't really feel like making an impact or a difference in the world. So they had like detailed questions like that and deep questions where you really had to think about it. And I think that can help like improve your daily life um, because it helps you become like very aware of like the way you act and of the way other people act and your surroundings. I think personality assessments are great and everyone should try it out. Definitely. I have another one. I'll, I have another couple I'll send you that you might like. Thanks. They're, they're all different. So, yeah, they are. They are. So, would you say you actually preferred the uh, Enneagram? Yeah, I probably prefer the Enneagram for sure. Oh, cool. All right. So, we have time for one final question each. Okay. Your turn. All right, so my question would be, why are you so passionate about entrepreneurship? Um, I feel like, well, I feel like one, I'm meant to do this. This is what I was born to do. Not just born to do, but what all my life experiences have taken me, have uh, created me for, molded me. 
Um, so just kind of like the shaping of my essence lends itself to entrepreneurship. I also think entrepreneurship is the optimal pathway for empowerment and really just for anyone like and however you sense empowerment but even particularly when i say empowerment i mean uh collectively for a group of people right so anybody that's feeling disenfranchised or oppressed anyway i feel like this is the way that you can put the power in your own hands practice what i preach and i want to be someone that if i don't fulfill my potential i want to say that like i died trying i gave it everything i had yeah that's that's really deep and i think that applies for like everything in life as well so like um the way that you carry yourself as a person has to do with like the way you see entrepreneurship i think they're very similar ready for this one last question yes sir so take us home all righty okay it's a it's kind of a three-parter actually okay so if you had what would be the title of your autobiography probably i've been thinking about this a little bit and i really like the quote by gandhi that says be the change you want to see in the world and i think that would be a great title because it also relates back to entrepreneurship and um if you want to see yourself succeed in life you have to be the change and you have to be the one who steps up to the plate so i think that would be like my ideal title for the way like my vision sounds like a good title i'd buy that book <laughs> let me know if you want me to write the forward you know oh of course of course I'll f- trip life will be, be a national bestseller you know so new york of Times course national bestseller amazon's number one in business books of course yeah. that would be a fire collab right there yeah that's what we're all about fire collabs here here at trip life studios <laughs> and the other part is what is the legacy that you want to cultivate for yourself My legacy would probably be uh I want to be someone that impacted like the lives of everyone that I've um uh, met and positively and being able to uh lead by example and just been like really raw and like real with everyone and I just like um keep it 100 with like everything that I do and being being very like compassionate towards others and um just working to the best of my abilities and everything that I do so like I'm a hard worker um being inclusive towards everyone being successful as well leaving a legacy that I made it happen and not just by myself though but with people like you and my family and my friends I can inspire other people to um pursue any goal that they may have that is phenomenal great great response and this these will be your not your last words on the podcast but your last words for this episode because you will definitely be back um whenever you want you have an open seat here and thank platform. you thank you 
I really appreciate that, Pete. What do you want the world to know about you right now as the emerging superstar that you are? Rudy Byron, put us out there. Tell us about yourself. This is um, your hype tape right now. So I have to go with, um, I think I'm, uh, I just like move different and I, uh, I want to stand out from everyone and be unique and be the best version of myself. And I think I'm like built to last in that, um, any burden that comes in my way that I'm ready to like conquer it and, um, be able to reach my goal and also, um, being able to like collaborate and communicate with others and um, working hard. I think working hard and staying on the grind and staying focused, that's key. That basically encompasses all that like I stand for. So That was excellent. So with that, we will wrap it up. Peace, passion, and persistence and purpose on your path. Adios. Trap life out. Hey, this is Jalen Little, and here's my story I'm sharing on the Trap Life podcast. Let's stay connected. Follow me on social media. I'm at Observe, spelled O-B-S-3-R-V-E, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I hope my experiences inspire you and remember dreams over doubt, focus over frustration, sending you good vibes, peace and purpose on your journey. I am an artist. I am a musician. I am an entrepreneur and I am a leader. Stay updated by checking out new episodes of the most eclectic podcast in the world on Wednesdays and Sundays. Welcome to the Trap Life Podcast. We will dive into the immersive worlds of entrepreneurship, empowerment, and empathy with an emphasis of hip-hop culture. All of these concepts will be dissected and connected via a historic lens. Prepare for an engaging transformation. Just as a friendly reminder, if you are experiencing value and insight from Trap Life, support the movement by liking, subscribing, and sharing the podcast. Writing reviews. Blogging are also other ways you can show love to our Trap Life podcast. You are instrumental in our impact and influence on the world. Here at Trap Life, we wish you peace and vision on your journey.